1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Former Deputy Secretary General of the Ministry of Finance, Siti Zawiya Mohammed Desa, told the court the government has to pay a three billion US dollar loan taken by a subsidiary of state-owned One Malaysia Development Burhad. Siti Zawiya testified that the loan was sanctioned by the then Barisan National Government after Najib Razak, who was then the Prime Minister and Finance Minister, signed off the letter of support in 2013. She said Najib's decision to sign the letter of support made the Malaysian government liable for the debt taken by the 1MDB unit. The letter of support was crucial for the 1MDB subsidiary to be able to issue the three billion US dollar bond. It's Wednesday, June 15th, and Najib's 1MDB trial resumed at the Kuala Lumpur High Court this morning. Najib is standing trial for graft involving 2.28 billion ringgit in 1MDB funds. He faces 25 charges, 4 for abuse of power and 21 for money laundering for offences committed between 2011 and 2013. Today, Siti Zawiya, 63 and now retired, read her witness statement and verified a letter of support signed by Najib as Finance Minister on March 14, 2013 to represent the Malaysian government in supporting 1MDB Global Investments Limited in issuing the three billion US dollar bond. She said the government had issued a letter of support acknowledging that 1MDB's subsidiary, 1MDB Global Investments Limited, would raise three billion US dollars via a bond issuance which was to be paid in full in March 2023. It was U.S. financial house Goldman Sachs which helped 1MDB to raise the three billion U.S. dollars through bonds. However, Siti Zawiya, the 26th prosecution witness and who was attached to the Loans Management, Financial Market and Actuary Division at the Finance Ministry, said it was unclear how the 1MDB subsidiary had spent the three billion U.S. dollars. Siti Zawiya said. The Loans Management Financial Market and Actuary Division was also responsible for obtaining a report from 1MDB, but claimed that the department did not receive any financial reports regarding the three billion US dollar loan. I confirm regarding the status of the loan amounting to three billion US dollars referred to in my testimony that 1MDB, as the party that made the loan, has failed to make the loan payments as per the stipulated terms, she said. As a result, the government has to bear the repayment of 1MDB's debt based on the letter of support issued by the government, signed by the then Finance Minister, she added. Siti Zawiya said she was in contact with 1MDB's representative at that time, Zayed Taib, 
for them to provide feedback, submit documents or reports to the Finance Ministry, but claimed 1MDB did not submit any report to her division at that time. 1MDB was responsible for submitting their investment report as the purpose of the application for the letter of support is submitted to the Finance Ministry, she said. The three billion US dollars was money raised from bonds issued by 1MDB subsidiary 1MDB GIL for a 50-50 joint venture between 1MDB and ABA Investments PJS to develop the Tun Razak Exchange project. Here, Siti Zarya also told the court that she had never seen any agreement documents between 1MDB and ABBA. Among the documents that I have consistently requested through my division is the audited financial report of 1MDB, of which they need to provide a copy to the Finance Ministry. But 1MDB failed to submit the document to my division, Siti Zarya said, adding that she did not know how the funds were used. The witness explained that there is a policy set at the Finance Ministry which stipulates that Ministry of Finance Incorporated companies that want to make any joint venture or investment agreement with external parties must be presented to the Ministry of Finance Incorporated Division. She added the Ministry of Finance Incorporated Division will prepare a letter to get the Finance Minister's approval and for him to get the Cabinet's approval later. These are existing policies and processes. In the case of 1MDB, I confirm that they have not submitted a report for them to enter into a joint venture agreement with ABBA, she said. I cannot be sure whether 1MDB had received any special approval from the Finance Minister on the joint venture, she added. After the issuance of the letter of support to 1MDB in 2013, Siti Zawiya claimed the Ministry of Finance no longer issued any guarantees to any Ministry of Finance incorporated companies. In relation to the running of the 1MDB company, which has been placed under the Ministry of Finance Incorporated, the witness confirmed that no officer from the Finance Ministry or the Ministry of Finance Incorporated Division was appointed as a board member in 1MDB. She said that the then Finance Minister appointed himself to be the chairman of the advisory board to 1MDB but she claimed such practice is not applicable to other Ministry of Finance Incorporated companies. In other Ministry of Finance Incorporated companies, besides 1MDB, the Finance Minister is not directly involved, she said. Besides this, Siti Zarya also said that 1MDB company officials reported their operations directly to Najib. She said that 1MDB officials were uncooperative with the Treasury. Siti Zarya finished reading her witness statement today, but Defence Counsel 1 Aizuddin 1 Muhammad asked her to be excused from the stand as he said lead defence lawyer Shafi Abdullah would cross-examine the witness on Monday. 1 Aizuddin said the prosecution also had no objections to the request. With that, Siti Zarya was released from the stand. The hearing before Justice Colin Lawrence Akera 
will continue tomorrow. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It was written by Ravin Palanisamy and I'm Patrick Teo.